This is the Football Super Podcast. In the end zone, it is caught for the win! A Patriot Sports Radio and Game On Podcast collaboration. Pass is intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm Butler. Picking the NFL spreads week by week. And now, here are your hosts, Eric, Chris, and Will. Eric, I feel like this season so far, we're on week eight. I feel like we're kind of like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right now with our picks. A little you know, bit, we, yeah. More we're, we're, more that than the Packers, though, at least. The, the, yes, yes. The, the talent's there. The potential's there. You know, it's just not clicking. I feel like it's we're on the right of- side of things, right? Yeah. I, we're on the right side. I think some of these picks, I'm like, I would do that again. It was just bad luck there. The, or statistically, the play call if you look, was right. The ball just got tipped. Type yeah, if stuff. you look yards per play, you look at the <laughs> stats, it's like that should result in a seven-point win right there, you know? But it's a weird year. I just feel I feel like we're one week away. Like, we're just going to hit that stride. And next thing you – I feel like when we go 5-0, and oh, that's just going to be it. You go 5-0 and oh one week, and that's that's – that flips the switch. Ball's rolling, right? I saw someone say that we can't do it. So I said, okay, wow. here we go. This is the wow. week. This is I the said, week, right? I'll say this. I feel a lot better about this week than last. I could not get a read on last week at all. It's been such a weird year leading up in the matchups where there were non-conference games. Like, I came in here. I'm like, I don't even know which one my favorite is. Exactly. Exactly. This week I got a whole list of I, I couldn't pick a favorite. I have one favorite. The rest I, I love so many picks. But welcome in everyone. This is Super Football Podcast, where uh, myself, Will from Game On, and the guys over at Patriot Sports, we've teamed up. We're entering in Bet Online Super Contest, where we make five picks against the spread each and every week to win the top prize of two hundred thousand dollars. And uh, we've got some making up to do, don't we? <laughs> Yes, exactly. That's why this week it starts off. We're going to go five and zero. Last week was rough. We went two and three, and even uh, producers Chris bonus pick lost. Um, yeah, Falcons even, finally didn't cover. Even the Falcons who had covered every game up until then. So I was six and zero. Mm-hmm. We got. We did have to bring in a secret mi- missile. We yeah, got to scud the books. We had yeah. to go all the way out to New Jersey to find the scud. Yes, <laughs> bring us back you know home. It's just been four dudes, three dudes sitting here talking about games. Maybe we're missing a, a perspective. Maybe there's a pass catching back we're not using in this system. That that could be the thing that puts us over the top. Yeah, I feel like Nikki Nick- is that Saquon Barkley. Oh, yeah, thank Nick- you. I was just gonna say, am I like the Saquon Barkley for you guys? Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. She's hi, she's- Nikki. How are you doing this morning? I am good. How are you guys? I'm excited to be here. Yeah, we're excited to have you. Tell people uh, about yourself. Ah, oh, wow. Where do I start? Uh, How much time so, you got? Um, you guys, uh, f- if you don't follow me on social media, please do. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, at NikkiNick9384. A little bit of my podcasting background. We started Third and Three Podcast about two and a half years ago. Uh height of COVID, basically talking about nothing. NBA was shut down, no NFL, no sports. So we weren't quite sure what we were going to do. So we just started coming up with fun little segments and the show took off and third and three has grown and you can catch me there Wednesdays at seven o'clock. You can catch me Tuesdays at eight o'clock on New York Giants Rush, which is all Giants all the time. And Sunday mornings, 1130. Uh, I have channel side bets. So that's Daily Fantasy against the spread picks. And um, 
you know, fun little segments like heroes and villains. We have a punishment wheel because I lose every week. So I have to do shots of vodka. I have to wear a wig on Sunday. I mean, we get crazy. So (laughs) that's awesome. It's Halloween. We're dressing up, you know, for everyone listening, I will tag all your social media and stuff in the description and I'll tag the YouTube here on YouTube. I'll tag your YouTube channel. So go follow our guests, everyone. Eric, you got, you were saying something. Nope. Nope. Okay. Let's move on. Uh, We've got heavy steps is in the house. He's dropping plays. We're going to be covering all those. Good morning. Heavy steps. He's got some more over. Oh no, that was a duplicate. Jonah says, uh, you you guys are my favorite way to start Saturday morning. Thank you, man. We appreciate that. And heavy steps always coming in with the coffee as well. Like producer, Chris. (laughs) Anyways, before we get, we're going to dive right into these picks, but I just, I just got to remind everyone. uh, If you're new. Oh, what happened here? If you're new to the channel, Please like, subscribe, share, comment, tell us, roast us. I don't care. Make fun of us when we get something wrong. I love it. Just uh, <laughs> but if you're enjoying you, it's all measurable interactions. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Thanks for the view. No, seriously, if you're enjoying it, all, all you got to do is like and share. And that helps us out greatly. And subscribe to the channel. Almost at a thousand on YouTube. Cannot wait to cross that threshold and get monetized. Good job. Congratulations, Thank guys. Thank you. And uh, I want to share this with everyone. If you haven't already, go over to my locals page, gameon.locals.com. It is free to join. What do you get over there? Well, here's one thing that you get. Every week, I, on about Tuesday night, I release an NFL weekly report card. This is everything you need to know on the NFL season. If you f- would just be following the free bets of this report card, you'd be up 21 units this season. But you don't just get my picks on there. You get get a little opening ramp from me. If you're in Pick'em Contest, here's my suggestions for Pick'em Contest. Some NFL trends for the week. And then I break down the games. And if you can see, there's a lot of stats, a lot of information. I don't tell you what's going to happen in the game. I give you the information. I let you make up your own mind. All right. And at the end of each one, I'll give my little opinion on it. But if you can see here, just packed full of information. Oh, by the way, this is free. Like I said, free to join. I do all this. Um, you can become a member over at gameon.locals.com. And also you get my picks here. You'll get uh, my teaser pool. If you need a teaser leg and you don't know uh, uh, which one to tie it to, there you go. Those are my suggestions. Extra articles and betting information if you want to go look up some extra information on your own. And then I will add, once we're done with this show, I add our super contest picks for the week down there. So that's gameon.locals.com. Free to join. Go check it out. And Eric, how's your props looking this week? I know it's... I, I had comment comment on your post this week. I swear it started out with what you were like doing 10, 10 a week. And then I, I swear you moved up to 12. 15, yeah. 15. And you're like, damn, I like 20 props this week. And I go by week 18. I hope we're at a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've done, I think we've done 20 the last three weeks. No, we went 12 and four, then 13 and seven and 12 and nine, something like that. Overall, we're 48 and 29 on the season. We hit Zeke two touchdowns plus 850. We got a plus 1600 banger in there that's guaranteed to hit this week. Love it. Love it. Love it. I think we got 20 even. There we go. Oh, we got some more in here. It's Jordan says game on is fire. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Heavy steps. Will. Oh, God. Here we go. What does he say? Will has to. I'm trying to produce and not let the producer produce. That's my bad. Will has to spin it every time New England Tampa Bay lose. Oh, you guys listen, should get a wheel. It is really, it's really fun. Listen, yep. It's it's been a rough week for me. Okay, let me tell you. Tampa Bay lost on 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 Mon- or on Sunday. My New England Patriots lost on Monday. Mm-hmm. Then Tampa Bay loses on 
on Thursday mm. and my Washington State Cougars lose on Thursday. It's been a rough week for me. Okay. So steps, thanks for rubbing it in. The Bucks have <laughs> lost twice since we last recorded one of these. Wait, and, so and we the do Bucks these every fan? week. I'm a Brady fan. So <laughs> You're, I Oh, Brady Bucks. fan. Yeah, me yeah. too, but for other reasons. <laughs> How about now that he's going all thinner with his uh the hex yeah. that's on him? Yeah, so he's looking like a little thin. I like 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 a little bit more. So it's funny. My husband texted me. He said, "Uh oh, Giselle file for divorce." So I need to be worried. And I'm like, "Ah, oh, you know. I mean, we all have that one on our list." <laughs> <laughs> you should just be like, "Well, I would step it up around the house a little bit." You know? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, he's great. But you know, he's a Ravens fan, so I had to pull for the Ravens on Thursday. Uh, let's see. Jonah wants to know our record to date. Uh, I can pull it up. We're like one game below 500. We've been above 500 th- this whole, uh, contest. Um, but last week we went two and three and it put us right below 500, but we're going to turn it, turn it around. Um, I believe what I said about that Patriots game was, has there ever been a more certain lock in sports than Bill Belichick getting the record by beating the bears on Monday night football, just money line. <clears throat> I thought they'll win the game. I, baffling. I thought when Zappy came in, he was going to cook them. Dude, I was so into Zappy Hour. I, I saw that on <laughs> trending online. I'm like Zappy Hour. I love it. He goes in, throws a touchdown. Didn't look great, but got it done. Then they had that turnover. I'm like, here we go. We're up 14 10. This is where we take over. And then it went downhill. And I got yep. shit all day the next day at work for it. So you know, it's been fun. Fun week. Anyways, let's get into these picks. Uh, <laughs> If you're watching and you're in the chat uh, and you want us to talk about another play or anything like that, just go ahead and drop it in there and we'll talk about it as well. Um, Let's go to our guest, Nikki. uh, We're going to go right to you. What's your favorite pick of the week? My favorite pick of the week is might come as a shock, maybe. So I really and we're picking against the spread here, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I'll, really yeah, love yeah. Carolina and the four and a half. So Atlanta ranks 29th in run DVOA, right? So and Carolina is 13. Um, also, Carolina struggles against, you know, a good pass rushing team. And that is not what Atlanta is. So I know they had some fire lit into them last week. I think it carries over. So I like Carolina in the four and a half. What do you think, Eric? I got Atlanta on my list. Ooh. I got Atlanta on my list. I think it's a letdown spot for the Panthers. They just ended Tom Brady last week. What have they been talking about the last five or six days? The Atlanta Falcons or how cool that was when they held Tom Brady to three points. Atlanta runs the ball to set up the run so they can run in the second half. It's the number five Russia offense versus the number 20 rush defense. Falcons are ninth in the NFL as far as first half scoring, averaging 23.3 points. Carolina 26 with 17.7. So, and that was with Christian McCaffrey. So I think what happens is Atlanta jumps out to a lead and they just Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees, this thing just run and run. And, you know, PJ Walker can freak out and scramble and run and trip over sticks, but eventually it's going to be over for him. Hey, well, I'm reading these chats and, and, and our chat room is split too. Okay. Oh no, oh. heavy steps is on Carolina. Because I'm on Carolina me. too. I had Ca- yeah. I, God, Carolina's on what my is list. Happening. I'm on. I'm on I, Carolina I, as well. What? I, originally- oh Eric, wow! Okay. Listen, Eric. I was originally on your side, thinking this is a letdown spot, and then I dug into the numbers and was looking at it. And as you can see here on the, and we can we'll get into it here in a second. We got sharp money coming in on the Panthers, big money coming in on the Falcons. I mean. 
the wise guys love the Falcons. Why wouldn't they? I mean, they started the season off six and zero against the spread. They've always Falcons have always been a over the last few years have been a wise guy kind of um, sharp pick. They just like betting them. That hasn't really cashed out the last couple of years, but paying off this year for them. But for the Panthers, for me, um, I was thinking the same thing. It was going to be a letdown spot for them. They just beat Brady. Now they're going on the road to beat Atlanta. Everyone's getting traded. Um, but to me. I think this team is just motivated. You got guys in there that are, are playing for a contract. You know, I mean, it's too early. I, it, I mean, we're mid season. I don't think they're given up yet. And what's the one good thing that this this uh, Panthers team has? It's that defense. That defense yeah. is playing great. And Atlanta can't really throw the ball. Atlanta's been playing well, but they can't really throw it all, and they want to run. And since Cord and then since Cordell Patterson, yeah, they, even when they were down to the Bucks, they're down twenty-one nothing the Bucks. They're still running the ball. When they're down to uh, Cincinnati, they're still running the ball. What does that tell you? They don't want to throw it. Um, so good luck trying to move the ball against this Panthers defense. And um, what was I going to say? I'm drawing a blank now. Um, foul. <laughs> what does concern me is. Uh, Steve Wilkes, I found out, is from Charlotte, and the team is fired up to play for him. So they're a little more motivated, but let me I, give a I, shout out. Real I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen one one comment that agrees with me yet. And you know what? Yeah, what's uh, what's it? What's it? Better. Um, PJ is it? Uh, PJ Walker, right? The quarterback. Who's the quarterback? Yeah. Right? The guy yeah. you're caping up for. The remember, guy you're all. Remember when we were making on fun the of table the week, for the PJ week Walker? Before? Remember we were making fun of him the week before because his average pass down field wasn't even a yard. It was a um, number. But he actually played really well last week. I think he kind of shook off the cobwebs webs and said, hey, uh, I, I want to show that I, I belong in this league. And I think he's just he's got nothing to lose. He's going to let loose. I like Panthers. Contest line is plus four. I still like it at plus four. I actually think I have it as one of our picks uh, locked into the contest right now. We can change those, by the way. Um, but yeah, I think the Panthers is the right side here. I mean, I think everyone's going to be up on the Falcons just because of the, how the Falcons have have done this year, six and one against the spread and Falcons. Uh, everyone's kind of hyped up on the Falcons. This to me is the Panthers defense. I think if anything, if the offense for the Panthers comes out struggling, I think they're going to do well against this uh, Atlanta offense, especially with Cordell Patterson still being out. DJ Moore, five and a half receptions. You get plus money on the over. I don't know what they're doing there. He had 10 targets last week. There's no reason he won't get 10 more this week. Casey Hayward, everybody in that secondary. That's out. what I love about Eric being the prop guy is he just comes in and sprinkles those extra little picks for everyone throughout. This. It might go against my Atlanta Falcons, but <laughs> money is money. Just shout out real quick to Trey. Trey, Trey says Carolina as well. Trey yeah, is from Trey's from Fourth and Flex podcast. Go check those guys out. They're uh, all about fantasy all the time. They are video machines. They are awesome, awesome content. Very look at the experts over on Action are split too. Four and four. If you see anybody say it. something positive about it. the Falcons, make sure you feed well, that at, in here, Chris. Look at you got, you got four <laughs> experts. You got four experts over here for you on your side. See, Will does say you're on an island. Tom Cruise, you that's and the Wilson, best place to be. Chilling. I mean, this really solidifies my position. I feel great yeah. about it. Yeah. And now, Nikki, the con our contest line. I God, I forgot to snag it at four and a half. So we have moving lines, so I can snag oh. lines all week long. Um, okay. But I have it at four. Would you still play it at four? Yes, I would. I think this is a the winner covers. Whoever wins also covers. It feels like a field goal game, right? I mean, it comes down to who's going to kick the game-winning field goal, and we're going to get four, so it doesn't matter who's kicking that field goal. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. I like Jonah, it. Jonah's with you, brother. Jonah from uh, right. Blue Collar. Oh, <laughs> Jonah. 
from the blue collar enlightenment show he has a great podcast that's a galaxy brain type guy they talk about a lot of different stuff i'm not surprised he's with you i'm not surprised he's on that same kind of sophisticated thinking that i am (laughs) (laughs) okay eric what's your favorite pick of the week um well our favorite pick of the week has been cursed i don't know if it's one at all we're breaking this that this week we're breaking so it i buried week. it in the list somewhere but the one that is on the top of my list is arizona plus three and a half i saw four this morning uh cliff kingsbury covers as a road dog other than knowing which shoes you can wear with no socks it's the only thing he's good at 15 three and two as a road underdog in regular season games eight straight outright wins six and oh as a road dog of three to seven I think the Vikings are essentially a paper tiger. They get smoked by top wide receivers. Hopkins coming in with fresh legs, maybe a little residual PDs in there. He had a great game last week. Uh, this isn't a one loss team halfway through the season. I think there's some correction coming for Minnesota. The Vikings allow 4.2 rush yards per carry to quarterbacks and say what you will about Kyler. I do all the time. He is an above average runner. Um, he does run like a gymnast who's about to hit a vault that never comes, but he does. I mean, he put up a hundred in Seattle Cardinals, surprisingly good versus the run allowing fourth least 76 yards per game, just behind the bills, 49ers and dolphins. So if you take Delvin cook essentially and nerf him or take him out of the game somewhat, Justin Jefferson, I don't think is enough to beat the road Cardinals who, I don't know what happens when they get on a plane, but they get off that plane and actually play well. Then they go home and lose road or home games what for a year straight yeah a year straight wild that's correct <laughs> i'm always a little sketchy back in kyler but i also hate the vikings how do you feel about this pick nikki so this is my second favorite pick of the week and oddly enough the two teams that i pick very well against the spread arizona for some reason and the giants but i think just because i'm so like involved with the team um no i love this right and it seems like kyler murray like as the game goes on he just ignores kingsbury right and he's just like i'm just gonna scramble and do what i do which is probably second half is all kyler it's all kyler right and let me see d hop was back what he got? He got 48% target share, right? And you're going up against the Vikings. They're ranked like 31st, I think they are, uh, overall in um, pass defense. So, Oof. yeah, I like Arizona. Uh, three and a half, right? I have three and a half. I saw someone. Three and a half. Yeah. That's what okay. we have in the contest. Yeah. Yeah. I like yeah it. it's, it's, this is on my list as well, too. Listen, I you'll hear all these stats about their offense this year and how it's not doing so good. And they rank like pretty, I think they're last or close to last and like passing offense i think murray was really missing hopkins and now we yeah. last week we saw it um first quarter they weren't in sync but as that game got on they started getting in sync i mean the guy had 10 catches right 10 or 11 catches for 100 like 10 10 13 yards or something like that clearly they're they're getting in the groove and now they've got 10 days off now i know the vikings are coming off a bye but so i mean Arizona got yeah. 10 days off. I kind of like the team playing on Thursday night, getting getting some extra time than I do the yeah. team coming off a bye. But I think I just think Arizona's the better team here. And I think the Vikings are overrated. I know they're five, what are they, five and one? Um, yeah, that's not a five and one team. No, yeah. and, and once again, a lot of these feel like field goal games, and you're gonna give me three and a half, and I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Kyler Murray breaks the modern warfare uh curse this week. I know the game just released, <laughs> it makes me a little nervous. <laughs> Um, but a couple other stats here. We got um, 
let's see. Kyler Murray off a straight up win is 14 11 straight up and 14 10 and one against the spread. Kyler Murray by time zone. I thought this one was interesting looking at his time zones in the uh, Eastern time zone. He is 13 and four against the spread. So that looks good for us. Uh, Cardinals struggle in the first half, which I think changes this week. This season, they're one and six against the spread in the first half. Um, let's see. They've been talking about it, about addressing that and starting faster. So I think the scripted first 15 are going to be aggressive. Mm -hmm. And I, we've talked about this before, but you know, Kirk cousin covers the spread when he's playing at home at one o'clock kickoff time. Yep. At like a little cheese sandwich. Yeah. For some odd reason, there's that theory that Kirk cousin has like, uh, OCD. And so for some odd reason, when he's home and he doesn't break his break his routine and he's playing at one o'clock, he covers the spread at like damn near 70% rate. One thing that's going for us this week, since that is applicable here, but Cousins is two and five against the spread off a of buy and 17 to 18 against spread after extended rest, which is after eight days or more off. So he doesn't really yeah, do well. Time off to of buy. Think. Mm-hmm, exactly. So I think this I, at three and a half, I love this play. And as we can see here on the screen, 75% of the bets are on the Cardinals with 88% of the money. Kind of makes me nervous, but it tells me that no one likes the Vikings and everyone knows the Vikings are fraudulent. Yes, they are. <laughs> yep. People call the Giants the fraudulent team. I mean, come on. Yeah. Rondale Moore moving back to his natural spot in the slot, 40 and a half yards. He's not going to get more than 40 and a half yards. Come on. All right. We got anything else left on that game? Nope. Okay. Nope. My favorite bet of the week, and this is not because of our guests this week. I uh, I didn't know that she was a Giants fan. I couldn't figure until... it came out. Listen. <laughs> Please tell me. Every time we've taken the Giants this season, so I'm taking Giants plus three. It's one of my favorite bets of the week. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's not just a, a, a pick that I'm making here. It's also a strategic pick because I know <laughs> why people are against the Giants. I know the Giants are in a bad spot and that a lot of sharps are going to be taking Seattle one because they took Seattle last week and they like Seattle. And so they, they tend to go back to teams that they win with. And also in this contest, I think a lot of people are going to take Seattle because of the bad spot the Giants are in. Um, but I have something to counteract that. But the Giants, the Giants as underdogs, they keep winning. They just keep winning. Listen, I took Saquon Barkley this year in my fantasy team because I, I was like, this is a contract year. He's killing it for me. I've been betting on the Giants every week that they've they've been underdogs. They keep winning, keep cashing for me. So why would I go away from it now? Giants plus three. Listen, the the, the spot for them here that everyone's against them is because of travel. They went over to London and they came home, played a game. And then last week they had to travel down to Jacksonville and they had to come home. And now they're traveling across the, uh, the country to the West Coast to play. Come up here in Seattle and play. I get it. I get it. It's a terrible spot. But here's the thing. Next week they have a bye. So I, if they didn't have a bye next week, it might might make me a little shy away from this pick but they have a buy next week so if anything they'll be motivated you know we got one more here let's prove them wrong let's go uh seven and one and you know they, they dabble just got this team team just fired up and humming and and they, they seem to thrive as underdogs and also another thing that people will be looking at is the giants uh statistically on offense if you look at how much they're putting up on offense they shouldn't be winning these games no but they are. They're playing great defense, and they can run the ball. And guess what you're going to need to do up here in Seattle, up at that stadium? You're going to need to be able to run the ball. It's going to be loud. It's going to be crazy, and it's going to be a little wet. Fine. Not a big deal. Daniel Jones can move around with his uh, feet. And Seattle doesn't doesn't really have all that great of a defense. Doesn't have that great of a – it's like second second worst in the league uh, a pass defense. So when the Giants do need a pass, I think they're going to be just fine. I think the Giants' defense – 
Uh, it's going to slow down Geno Smith finally, which is crazy the year that he's having. Um, don't get me wrong. Seattle's Seattle's playing great football, uh, especially offensively. But uh, I think I think I think the Giants continue to to upset and shock people and go and end up winning this game. I'm personally going to be betting on them to win this game. Um, but give me the three points for the contest. I think the loss of Bellinger, we're going to find out is significant. That guy's been more and more part of the offense. I get that. Recently, I get that. But yeah, I couldn't figure out which way to go on this game, but I know this, the giants just went, they have that thing that remember the, those peanut Tillman bears were like this. They weren't supposed to win all these games, but they kept winning. And they, it's just something Brian Dable and that locker room have. Um, I put in the props article, actually, I love getting, uh, getting down on a little double result of a team to win the first half. And then the other team to win the second half, um, the giants, there's a discrepancy, Seattle averaging over 16 points in the first quarter alone, over 17, the last three games, giants averaged just six, 7.6 in the first quarter. But in the second half, the giants score the fourth most points and Seahawks score the 19th most points. So you take that Seattle first half. Giants second half double results plus 650, which that's been a good bet all season. They came back on Baltimore. They this is what they do. So yeah, I'm on board. I think that's what we see. A fun game with an exciting finish. Maybe uh Saquon breaks one. Maybe Saquon gets the deciding two-point conversion. Ooh, Ooh there you go. Like that. You so go. the very first yeah. thing that I've ever heard come out of Nikki's mouth when I very first met her on the trenches, we had like a pre-meeting. So before the show ever started, was Barkley's back, baby. Yep. <laughs> so now I'm excited to hear what she has to say. And you were like, oh, Eric's going to get along with her because oh, yeah. that's Cause all he's, he's been, been saying for a month. <laughs> yeah, it is the first thing I said because I was at training camp all summer covering. And so getting to meet Brian Dable, you know, seeing Saquon with my own two eyes, like he was back and even better than ever. And I just thought like the culture's different, right? This team is different. You know, it's just they're buying in. Um, and then I went on Giants Rush and said they would win at least nine games and I said Barkley was back and get all these messages telling me that I was crazy and I didn't know what I was talking about well looks like I'm right everybody so <laughs> anybody that. who was anybody who was play, paying close attention saw you know him the videos yeah. he was posting yeah. and then how he looked when he was playing actual football it's like oh yeah. shit that's the Saquon that we were missing you know and his receiving yeah. yards in this game are 27 and a half uh, Seattle bobbin, bottom three in yards, receptions, and EPA per play against pass catching running backs. So yeah, I think, I think uh, this is a big game a, for Saquon. I agree. I think he's going to have a big game. I like the Giants on the points. Listen, I know they don't always start off great, but Brian Dable's amazing with these second half adjustments, and they just find yes. ways to win. It's not always pretty, but Daniel Jones is not turning the ball over. The Giants aren't really making mistakes, and you can win games like that. And hey, if I told you guys in June that Geno Smith and Daniel Jones were going to be balling out, you, I, what would you have said to me? Like, you're really yeah. crazy, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, is this possibly the, the best quarterback matchup of the week? Oh, I mean, maybe. Uh, I saw a stat that this is the only game where both teams uh, have a winning record that are playing Jeez. each other. Yes. Daniel Jones is on pace to run for 883 yards. That's, That's insane. insane. Yeah. And he's going to be able to do that against this this defense. This week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Hey, my boy uh, JT Jordan Thomas from True Serum Football is in the house. Daniel Jones has more rushing yards than Najee this year. Yes. Jesus, G-Man yeah. deserved the respect. Look at JT just going it on. And he's coming from a Cowboys fan, right? It is. And he's driving right. Well, he's a his favorite team is his fantasy team. So yep. he, he loves everybody. <laughs> but I know he's driving right now. Be safe. He's going from Arkansas to Oklahoma on a little road trip. We appreciate you listening to brother. Absolutely. And Jordan was in with us last week. Danny Dimes. Yep. That's true. Rough true. year for Najee, man. He is I just I mean I like he's fifty seven hundred dollars on DraftKings this week. First round pick, Najee Harris. I think the reason why I like this pick too is I think there's going to be a lot of like quote unquote sharp betters in this contest taking Seattle because of they're going to be hearing all week from the experts like I, I've been hearing about the travel. Yeah. The travel's terrible. This is a terrible spot for the Giants because of the travel. Blah 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 blah. I just I love room for the Giants, the man. So yeah, they fucking put them in every time we take them <laughs> in the contest. They won for us, so I, I don't. They they've done way better than any of. My damn teams. Damn teams. <laughs> maybe Wa- maybe Wanda breaks out today or tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I love that kid. I saw him in camp. I was like, this dude is fast. And it's probably going to take him until week seven or eight to get, you know, asserted here, assert himself in the offense. But I love that kid. All right. Uh, Eric, ne- your next pick. Here's a gross one. Uh, Jacksonville, minus two and a half. It's essentially a home game for them in in London. The Broncos are in free fall. Now they have to travel to London to play the Jags. You know, they're the house band over there. It's the same old routine for Jacksonville. Meanwhile, the Broncos can't even take a flight without it becoming a news story. Um, I think they can't stand Russ. I think the coach is inept and the defense is getting resentful. They've allowed just they've allowed 20 points just once this year. And that was a game they lost. I think they lost like 32, 23 to the Raiders. Um, what a kick in the balls that has to be. They're two and five playing historically great defense. Last place in the division. They've only scored over 16 points once. This is crazy. Here's their their points production game by game so far. 16, 16, 11, 23, but lost nine, 16, nine. Holy shit. I mean, how many touchdowns can even be in there? I know one was scored by the defense and the rest of the math is too depressing to do. So meanwhile, the Jags are top 10 in offensive DVOA. DVOA. The defense is, you know, top 20. Good enough. How good do you have to be to stop this team at this point? I don't know. I like the Jags. I like the Jags essentially at home. Also, fun fact, the team that leaves for London first has lost every game so far this year. So <laughs> fun fact. Hey, one thing I add, I gotta add real quick because I've got to add this in when we're talking about the Giants. The Giants last week, because it, it pertains to Jacksonville here. Last week against Jacksonville, uh, that last drive, they ran the same power play, power run play, like eight plays in a row, and Jacksonville couldn't stop them. So mm-hmm. Giants can run the ball just fine. So and Jacksonville, knowing that the run was coming, still couldn't stop the run. I think that plays a factor here this week, too. I think I I'm on Denver, but I'm gonna let Nikki go before I give you my my take. I was like, Denver. I was like, he could. Hey, before agree, did I you read that, Nikki? Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Before you, did you read that, Nikki? Yes, yes. Okay, so you're gonna have to give that. Okay, <laughs> no problem. Um, uh, I was not surprised, right? I love how Kadarius Tony. I mean, he was he barely he didn't do anything in training camp. He dude just like doesn't practice. Apparently, has no hamstrings. Right? It's like a hangnail. Like any reason not to practice. Um, so I wasn't surprised. I was surprised in the sense the Giants actually made a move. Um, but you know what? I feel like he's going to get to Kansas City and all of a sudden, magically, his hamstrings are going to be just fine. Um, so ho- 
probably light it up over there, but uh, you know what? You don't want to be here. Bye. I hope I wish we could get rid of Kenny Galladay, but um, that is unfortunate. We cannot do that it's yet. A tough contract. Uh, so, you know, it's, it, it is what it is. Um, uh, he can go. That's fine. I mean, we, he barely played, so there's nothing really to miss. I think Wandale's going to do just fine in terms of this game. Uh, I don't, I really don't love it. I, I would take the Jags and the, you know, lay the, what is it? Two and a half. Um, there's nothing to love about this game. I Nikki. just really don't love it. I personally would embed it or touch it. So it's like yeah. a pet turtle. It's just not cute. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll go back in my shell on this one then. Like, I just, you know, personally, I would, I wouldn't touch it. We, we have this saying on Channel Side where we just call it goo. It's just like one of those, like, ugh, I don't love this game. I don't love either of these teams actually. And something wrong is really, really wrong in Denver. Really wrong. <laughs> he says Russ practice coming out of the tunnel when he, or R- Russ when he's practicing, he high fives. Does he yep. air high five people? He comes he's, out of the dude, tunnel like this with both got- arms out. Is he not the most cringy motherfucker? You He's ever corny, watched? right? <laughs> God I've bless. Been saying, I've been saying this for a decade. When he was in Seattle and they were winning Super Bowl. So I'm up here in Seattle. I'm not a Seattle fan, but all my friends are. We're in college. They love Russ. He's winning them Super Bowls, doing all, doing all these things. I go, dude, this guy is so cringe, so corny, and he just seems so fake when he's up there on the podium. You know, like it just seems scripted and like he's that's not him. And but you know. All my friends were blinded by it, and now they all hate him. Now that he's in Denver and they can actually see it, and they're like, God, this guy sucks. Um, and at this, at this point, he's an older dude who's around 23-year-olds who know what's cool and really – Do you just- think his wife – I think his wife like makes him do all these in- – he tries to copy her because she – like. I get all these things from her because I did that one thing about her video that let's ride in the gas price thing that I did on her video. So I, her stuff always pops up, but it seems like she has a heavy social media presence, which makes sense, and she's – good at doing much you know promoting her stuff that way he tries to do it i think he tries to copy her and it just it comes off so cringe and just like hey stay off of social media you know leave that to your wife hey jt's talking about how good of a teammate he is doing bear crawls and high knees on the plane that's so ridiculous god he's cringy i can't i can't with this guy since he started with the left broncos ride or whatever the fuck that was i just can't right. do it anymore <laughs> well the thing about the plane ride calisthenics is he got off the plane the worst thing is he got off the plane and he ran up to a reporter and said guess what <laughs> i don't know if any of my teammates already tweeted this out but <laughs> i was working out oh and by the way all those lazy motherfuckers were sleeping so, oh and, and don't don't forget he doesn't get jet lag no well right. you defeat jet lag he's got the concussion water that's also anti-jet lag yeah okay so here's here's why i'm <laughs> After all that and roasting him, here's why I like I like Denver. Um, so I mean, contest, you can say it. you don't like the pick, but you can't say I like Denver. Oh, in this game, I bet Denver on the money line. <laughs> Denver's going to win this game. Denver, I snagged him at plus two and a half. It's currently plus two in the contest. The reason why I like it is no one wants to touch this game. You got, we've yeah. all talked about it. You got the experts on the Jags. Everyone kind of looks at it and goes, uh, Denver, no. And the, if I have to, if I have to, I'm taking the Jags. It's under a field goal. I like Denver. I think the the coming from a medical side of things, that stuff that they injected into Russell's shoulder, uh, it took about it takes about ten days for it to finally solidify and heal and do what it needs to do. It's been over ten days, so whatever they treated him with should be good to go. His arm should not be a problem in this game. I I just think no one wants to take Denver, so I'm going to be on Denver. Um, you you don't do high knees and make a big deal about this and go out and lose a football game. I'm sorry. If, oh, if he, yeah. He's going to get even more roasted for all the shenanigans he's posted, right? 
And also, I think I think Denver can just run the ball. I think Denver's de- if this game to me actually is about Denver's defense. If they're still motivated and they're still up and they're still awake, I think they're gonna it's gonna be a long day for Jacksonville because um, Denver has one of the best defenses in the league, if not the best. Yes. Um, yeah. So as the Nathaniel Hackett factor is have like, they injected Nathaniel Hackett with yeah, the unlimited like, job? I, it's got to be the worst coaching hire, one of the worst. I mean, this dude just can't. I mean, I can't. We could blame Ross, talk about it all day, but you know, so much of it comes down to coaching. Like, didn't he get have to get an assistant to help him with the game clock or whatever? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. They hired him I, to lure Rogers. It didn't work. And now they need an actual football coach is where they're at. <laughs> yeah. I just think, I think this is going to be a game where Russ kind of offense on the offensive side of the ball, he's going to have to make some plays. And I think he does it. I think, I think he's going to try to get this, well, this team back on track. If there's any place Russ can cook, I suppose it is London where all they eat is boiled potatoes and meatloaf. Yeah. Or whatever. Uh, they they have like it. beans on toast for breakfast, baked beans on a piece of bread. Are you doesn't that look so gross? Hey, I, I agree. need somebody to explain to me how that's good. And the chat is on to something. Russ is a Scientologist. Yeah, he gives he does give off those Tom Cruise, John Travolta, always oh, happy yeah. vibes. And guess what? Both John Travolta and Tom Cruise are fucking cringy son of bitches, too. I can't I can't watch them. Like I can watch their movies, they're great actors, but no, all, not their people. No. They're all doing crazy shit on planes, too. <laughs> yeah there's something awesome. there's something there all right, all right so we're all sp- it. it's a little split on that game nikki what's your next uh next pick uh so let's see what i have here so i don't usually do this i hate big spreads but I, I have to i have to go eagles <laughs> i have oh. to i know it's huge like 10 and a half, right? Not that I, you know, listen, I hate the Eagles, but um, I just, and credit to Mike Tomlin. I know he's doing, he's trying to do a lot with nothing, but I mean, the Steelers really, really struggle against these like mobile top quarterbacks. I mean, like Josh Allen, it was just like a disaster nightmare. Hertz is coming off a bye, fresh legs. I know it's 10 and a half, but I think the Eagles easily cover. As a Giants fan, did you throw up in your mouth a little bit? Yeah, yeah, I did. I try to be objective because people like to say I'm not an objective uh, podcaster, but I I think I am. I've laid on the Giants for years, so I. uh, But I mean, come on! I just, I know it's a lot of points, but I think Philly is just. I'm, I'm there with you. I'm, I'm. I don't usually. I don't. I've been against Philly a lot this year, but I like Philly in this one minus ten and a half. Um, This to me is all about how much how motivated how and how tired are are the Steelers you know i yeah. mean they, they've been in some some wars every game other than that blowout has been a war um and then we got some stats going our way to philly 6 and 0 against the spread in the first half this season um let's see where was what was on um here's an interesting one so an undefeated team off a of bye playing at home is 14 and 2 against the spread at this point in the season oh Nice. And um, their average margin of victory at home is 11.3. So that's more than 10.5. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this year, Eagles are 3-0 and against the spread at home this season. And they're 10-4-1 and in the last 15 home games. Um, and also, the over is 7-1 in the last eight Eagles home games. Oh, yeah. So. Love the over. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, yeah. But, yeah, I think this is one of those where the number is going to kind of scare you. But Steelers just, I, if the Eagles come out, they start scoring. The Steelers aren't going to keep up. No. And I don't think, I think the Steelers are going to be a little, 
little flat, at least in the second half. Um, but the Eagles have been so good in the first half. It's hard to not, it's hard to envision them, this thing being within a field goal or even tied at half. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Eric? Yeah, I think that's Philly comes off a bye week. They come out and step on the gas. This is the battle of Pennsylvania. The fans are into this one. <laughs> so they would not mind winning by a couple touchdowns. It's true. Sure. It's true. Good point. Good point. Okay, so I think it's me next. Now, um, listen, this isn't a homer pick, but I am taking the Patriots minus two and a half. Oh, here we go. Love taking oh, listen, I love yeah. taking a team coming For off the Monday eighth night time football. this year in week eight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they love it when I take this. No, they're on my here. list. They're they're at the bottom, but they're on my list. Listen, uh, I love taking a team after Monday Night Football and they get embarrassed. Um, this so happens to be my Patriots this week. It's less than a field goal. The Patriots haven't lost to the Jets since 2015. I'm sure you guys have all seen that this week. This just comes down to Belichick coming off a loss. Um, and the Patriots defense. Patriots defense has been playing great all season. Didn't look great last week, especially against the run. The Jets have been you know, winning these games, they went on the road, one in Green Bay, then went on the road and one in Denver. Now they got to come home. I feel like this is going to be a bad spot for them, even though they're at home. But you're getting the Patriots coming off a loss, and now you're asking Zach Wilson to to throw the ball, which he has not done this season. He has not thrown the ball that well this season. They've been relying on Brees Hall, who unfortunately tore his ACL and now is out. Um, I don't think the Jets are going to be able to establish the run game. I think Belichick no. is going to be able to load the box and say, Hey, Wilson, we're going to jets aren't going to be able to run on us. So you're going to have to throw. And I just don't trust Zach Wilson in this spot. And uh, I'm going to be playing return of the Mac when uh, the Patriots go out on offense for the first drive. <laughs> yeah. Zach's in trouble. New England blitzes effectively. They're sixth in blitz rate and third in pressure rate. So when they send guys, they get there, which is bad news for Zach. Who's rocking a 13 passer rating versus pressure. I don't think that's on a one to 15 scale. <laughs> I think it goes up to like 154 or something. Um, then you got Matthew Judon. He's an absolute monster. He's a legit defensive player of the year candidate. Mm-hmm. He's leading the league with eight and a half sacks now. Got Three two and a half game. last week. Two and I a mean, half. Judon, two sacks plus 400 against Justin Fields in primetime. Easiest money ever. Yeah, I like, think, I like the Patriots. They can go on the list this week. I won't, I won't fight you over that. Yeah, I wouldn't fight over that. I I like the Patriots. I actually like the under on this game, too. Love this under. I love the under here. Yeah. Yeah. This one and one of the other games we just talked about. Oh, the Jacksonville Broncos. I think you parlay the Jacksonville under and this game's under. Mm -hmm. And then you just go ahead and And win money. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. We got three experts on the under on this one. We've got five on New England, one on the Jets. Um, let's see where the money is at. Actually, I think I got plus money's on the page 20 on Patriots money line in the under this morning. Oh, there you go. It's 40, 40. Yep. I, I just don't Boy, see the, Jets that 40 in a teaser. Does this feel like a 20 to three type of game? 20, 20 to seven kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Oh six, yeah. Six? It's, yeah. I just don't Three's see the Jets. All they had, man. Yeah. They were I know winning they, they, games. They, they, yeah. They were winning games with Zach Wilson throwing at 12, 13 times. Yeah. Yeah, they, see, Heavy Steps just said the same smart thing I did. Now I feel <laughs> smart. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Eric, you're up. What's your next play? All right, if we're doing this, I'll, I'll, uh, I will tell you as a lifelong Green Bay Packers fan who was born into this life and knows nothing else, I'm telling you, <laughs> lay these ten and a half points and not think a second about it. 
Uh, Rogers is in full pout mode. It's as bad as it ever was at the end of the McCarthy area era. As far as vibes and talent and communication, it's as bad as I've ever seen it in Green Bay. Rogers isn't getting up for this game, in my opinion. He's done caring. Uh, he's on Pat McAfee and at the podium, just chucking dudes under the bus. He doesn't <laughs> yes. give a fuck. He's like, oh, by, well, it was my highest scored game, according to Tom. So, you know, these kids got to figure it out. Um, there have been five games this year when the man didn't scramble one time. Self-preservation. Uh, he's getting rid of the ball as fast as he can. Under two and a half seconds. Second fastest in the league uh, because the line absolutely sucks. 83% of his passes travel Fewer than 10 yards. They can't fuck with this number one scoring defense in the NFL who gives up 13 and a half points per game on average. Do you want to know how many points they allow on average at home? Yeah. This game will be yes. five, five <laughs> points on average. Do you know what their average margin of victory is for home games? 34 and a half points. Do I even have to talk about the Bills offense? I'll say this much. Rashawn Gary, the only bright spot left on this Packers team is in the concussion protocol. So I don't know. This is going to be 24 to three mid second quarter. And we're going to see Rogers pouting on the sideline, not even yelling at people. Just thinking of the cryptic passive aggressive shit. He's going to say at the podium after the game. This is the end. Yeah, you, so you think he's just gonna like start chucking tablets too, like is, yeah, between him and Brady, you know? But <laughs> I can't stand Aaron Rodgers. I really the can't. Revolution will be televised. Full <laughs> disclosure: this is Eric might be emotional here, so let's not. <laughs> this mean, might not be mathematical. This could be some soulful. <laughs> no, that was all just scientific emotion. straight math yeah. like he's setting yeah. himself up for a heartbreak and then when it doesn't happen he can get a little excited he's That's hoping the for one, a little right. the one thing the packers have going for them in this game is i have i have bet buffalo bills minus 23 and a half alt spread and every time i do that with alabama or any big favorite they lose outright so that's the only <laughs> chance the packers have is that five dollar bet i made <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think you're right. I think the Bills yeah. come out and just dominate. I, I think yeah. no, there's nothing about Green Bay that tells you I mean, they need a get right game. <laughs> this is not it. This is the no. worst. This spot. is not it. I know Nikki's going to crush this game, I bet. She's all over the Bills. I'm all quick. over the Bills. All Chill. over the Bills. Yeah. Let's I, hear it. I mean, you have to be. Look at Green Bay's in a shambles. Like, honestly, and Aaron Rodgers just kills me, right? Point the finger at everybody else but himself. And he does this every year. I'm retiring. I don't like the talent on the team. Dude, go. Like, you're great at what you do, but I just cannot stand this dude. It's the passive aggressiveness for me. It's just him blaming everybody and their mother, and he refuses to look at himself. He's a diva. I guarantee you he's toxic in the locker room. I don't think anybody wants to play for him. Like, didn't he want to pick who was going to come? Like, he wanted to be involved in coaching decisions and player acquisition decisions. Just, I'm done with him. I am done with him. Just go. I hope, and I know Buffalo is going to come in, absolutely crush him. And I hope so. I hope we see, like, maybe he'll retire at halftime like that Buffalo's player did. Or I hope he just has his head explodes mid-game. Like, I just, I'm over it. I'm over him. I'm all on Buffalo here. Allen is, um, where are we at? Prime. Heavy stuff is asking about Dawson Knox. I think he's back to healthy. Uh, over two and a half receptions. I'm not seeing a lot given up to tight ends. Um, Daniel Bellinger had 
two receptions on three targets for 22, but I'm seeing mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, one reception, two, you know, yards of 18, 12, 17, 13. Uh, I'm on Gabe Davis. I think Gabe Davis absolutely smokes Eric Ooh. Stokes. That makes me excited. He's on my fantasy team. Uh, Allen is uh, 10 in prime time is 10 and three straight up and against the spread covering at an average of 9.6 points per game against the spread. Yeah. So it's insane. It's so dominant. It's a non-conference road spot on top of that. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a pick I like in this game, the over. I like the over in this game because I think Buffalo gets theirs, but I think because Green Bay is desperate and Green Bay needs, they need to make it not look like a huge blowout. They need to actually try. So I think yeah. they're going to continue. I think Rogers is going to continue to be trying. One thing he doesn't like to do is throw interceptions. So you do, you don't really see him forcing the ball down the field late, late in the uh, first half or when the game's out of control, because he doesn't want to hurt his own stats. But I think this game is going to be different. I think he's going to try to do everything he can to make this look like a competitive game, even if it's not. And so Buffalo is going to get theirs and, Maybe Green Bay gets theirs, or maybe Aaron tries to do too much, and that defense ends up getting some points. Either way, I like it. Uh, I think it's 47 and a half. I like the over. Oh, yeah. I can't believe it's underfit. Well, I guess the Packers are terrible. I think the <laughs> when you figure out the spread and the total, the Packers' implied point total is like 18 or 13. Nikki, me and uh, Eric are in Wisconsin, and if this doesn't go, like if they don't, stay in there and look like they're a football team this fucking state is going to explode i'm going to be handing out i told you so's instead of trick-or-treat candy tomorrow (laughs) yeah Yeah, i'm sure it's rough up there for you guys i uh i feel for you i know listen i've had uh, 10 rough years here and then uh with the giants so i get it it's bad um yeah i i just can't see i i don't even i just i can't even give them a chance to see them hanging in and trying to make it even look like they're a football team. I just think Buffalo completely destroys them. I don't know what Milano's health is, but if Milano can hang with Tanyan and sort of shut him down, I don't know what else we have besides Aaron Jones. I was born back in the 1900s (laughs) before we had phone. Our phones had cords. And I, this is the first time of my like real football watching life that green Bay is not going to be good. They've been because a Super Bowl contender so since spoiled. I was in sixth grade. Yeah, <laughs> with Favre and then Rodgers, and they have long careers. This is so one thing uh, for the viewers that are looking at this. The reason why you see here the, all the experts, and I can tell you there's going to be a lot of Vegas experts that are going to be taking Green Bay. This is where I go against sometimes where the experts say, you know, play the number, not the team. Um, this would be one of those exceptions. The experts are just looking at this saying, we've never seen Rogers as a double digit underdog. This, this is give me the points. They're just going to take the points and say, Rogers, you have to, it's just like an auto bet for them. They can't help themselves. Anything 10 or above, they're going to be taken. I think they're, they're wrong in this one. And I, I personally will be on the bills, but that's why you might see a lot of experts or sharps or sharp money coming in on green Bay. But, you know, a lot of sharp money came in on Tampa Bay and how'd that work out? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, I thought that was, uh, that was a lock. I mean, that all the the systems, the systems all said. Yeah. Sharp guys are getting killed in some spots this year. It's not been good. All, all right. right. So that was Nikki. That was your pick, correct? No, Eric. No. Mm-hmm. Eric, Eric. Eric, Nikki, what's your next pick? Uh, what do I have? Let's see. So it was Arizona. So I'm not going to count that one because we were all in on that. So I'll give you one more. 
So I actually like the Colts to cover the three against the Commanders. Um, commanders are in the bottom 10 in total offense. And I think the Colts are going to win by more than a touchdown for sure. Sam Ellinger, the boost they'll get. I mean, it can't be worse than Matt Ryan. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Listen, both (laughs) teams aren't great. They're not great. And I feel like, you know, I don't know. I'm if anybody had watched my my shows in the summer and the fantasy shows, actually, somebody made a meme because uh, I was all in on Matt Ryan and how Alex mm. Pierce is going to be like this stud wide receiver because Matt Ryan loves those, you know, second option wide receivers and he's a great fantasy quarterback. So somebody made a meme of me wearing a Matt Ryan jersey and said president <laughs> of the Matt Ryan fan club, which was great. <laughs> so if people are making memes of you, I guess you're doing something right. Uh, yeah. However, it seems like I got that wrong. So I will have to, uh, you know, rescind my uh, my position as president of the Matt Ryan fan club. But I, I do think the Colts will win by more than a touchdown. I just don't trust the commanders at all whatsoever. And that defense is not as good as I thought it was going to be. And how many times have we seen, especially this season, a new quarterback comes in and a team has success? I mean, just the commanders last week. Yep. Right? Yeah. Um. So I I like I'm. Don't know anything about Ellinger, like playing wise, but I young QB out there in this system. It can't, like you said, it can't get much worse than Ryan. Nope. Uh, this might be the spark the offense needs. And Indy knows they need to start winning. They need to, to they're hurting behind the Titans in the division. Um, so they got to kick it into gear. I like Indy at home laying the three. That so I've, wa- kid. I've watched this kid for four years. At he Texas. runs a little bit. 33 he, touchdowns. Yeah. Rushing. This kid is, is legit. He's, he's not as big as Josh Allen by any stretch of the imagination, but he's going to run around and chunk it like Josh Allen. He, well, I think that's what that they're missing. Feel. They're missing a quarterback that can be mobile. And then also uh, anyone, he can't turn the ball over more than Matt Ryan has this season. So, yeah. well, this is going to yeah. open up the run game. So uh, Matt yeah, Ryan's a mobile. statue. Yeah, and the defense hasn't seen him yet. Yeah, they haven't seen him, so I I think that's a great pick. I like that. Yeah, this sounds like exactly the kind of quarterback that brings that you know boost that a team gets when they fire a coach or bench a QB, a a kid Mm -hmm. who can run around, chuck it down the field, you know, get excited. I wish I could figure out which, (laughs) because when a backup QB comes in, there's always a a wide receiver three or four who he's been practicing with all year who all of a sudden has a hundred yard game, but I just can't, it would be Pierce, but he broke out weeks ago. So I don't know. I've been trying to bet on his rushing yards, but these books are too scared to post it. Oh, they're not even given a, they're not even, it's not even a line. Nope. Not even offered. Look at JT says Longhorn fan here. Ellinger definitely worse than Matty Ice. (laughs) I guess. Okay. He's not as good, but go ahead. Will. Sorry. Oh, no, you're good. So that's that's it for all my card. But I got a list over here of games that I like. Like I said, I like a lot. So I got these three that we can maybe rapid fire around Robin talk about um, that I think could be a play. So Niners, uh, Dallas, dude. Dallas minus 10 and Niners minus one Miami minus three and a half. I feel like the Miami minus three and a half is just the the hook is what scares people. But mm. man, with with Detroit, I know Detroit at home plays really well, but you got that turf. You think that that's going to benefit Miami there um, with all that speed. And you got Detroit going from the first four games of the season, uh, averaging 35 points a game to the last two, they're averaging three points a game. You don't just do that unless something's changed. Did Belichick check expose Detroit's offense? Did 
I don't know. Miami's got a good good enough defense to to stop Detroit's offense. I think the three and a half, I think people just get a little scared from the hook there, but I think Miami could run away with this one literally on the turf because they got the speed advantage. Three and a half is a hat one half a point more than the Lions have scored in the past two games. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so what? We just need a Miami touchdown and we're good. Yeah. Yeah, but I'll say this. I'll say this, though. Swift is back. Though. Detroit is always good for the backdoor cover. They cover 68% of the time. Even, I thought that was a... Uh, Except last week when Matthew we needed Stafford them to cover. Thing, but they've been doing it with Goff, too. Yeah. Yeah. Except for so last I, week when I we took concerned. It's just like you think, like, oh, it's Detroit. And then here they go with this backdoor cover. I know the past couple weeks haven't yeah. been great. But then all yeah. of a sudden, they hit the fourth quarter. And it's like, oh, are you serious? So... Well, that's where I'm wondering, have they figured it? Have, have these teams know. figured them out though now? I mean, it's not, that can't be a fluke that they just go from 35 points a game down to three in the last two. I mean, right now you know? we got Jay, we, we got Jason Cooper. For, yeah. That's yeah, the commission from TSS it's fantasy Facebook football user, but you know who it is. He's the, we know who that is. Who's going to call the dolphins America's team. Yeah. Just <laughs> Eric, that's it. Eric, you said something <laughs> about San Francisco. I know the line's moving. A lot of people were hopping on the Rams. I don't get it. Yep. I like San Francisco. Yeah, Niners, dude. San Francisco, I saw a minus one and a half. If it's one, I like it even more. They're my it's one know, in the contest. They're my sixth one here on the bottom of the list that didn't quite make it, but because I'm worried about Debo being out and more use check being out. He's really a keystone of that offense. So I think that might be why the line moved is use check. I'm not sure. Maybe I just... I know the Rams are bad. I mean, the Rams are bad. I probably mm-hmm. come in here almost every week and bet against the Rams or, or suggest that we do because they're just Stafford is Stafford and Matt Ryan or Spider-Man meme. They just get sacked and fumble the ball and you think they might be dead. Here's a couple stats for you. Jimmy G versus the Rams seven, one straight up and against the spread. Is that um, good? That's that's all right. McVay and Stafford off a of bye, Oh, and two against the spread, including the playoffs. Ooh. I know it's a small. Is that bad? Size. But <laughs> oh, and two off a of buy, including playoffs, means you were a one seed and you came in and lost immediately. Well, they they didn't lose; they they won. They didn't cover against oh. um, against the oh, Niners yep. last last. It was uh last season. Um, so there's that. You go. You got the 49ers Um, are let's see, thirty seven and nineteen straight up, and thirty one and twenty four against the spread with Jimmy Garoppolo as quarterback. I mean. I just think that the Niners have the Rams number and the main thing they they can do is run the ball. And I think McCaffrey with a full week, I don't want to put it all on one guy. It sounds silly, especially a running back, but I think, I think they're going to be just fine and nothing in the Rams offense. Listen, the other thing about the Rams is every time they've gone up against a good defense, including the Niners this season, they get smoked. They get blown out. It's Stafford doesn't have time back there. The only thing he has is, is Cooper cup to throw to. And even then he threw to Cooper cup and he caught like 13 balls and they still lost by double digits. Um, I don't know. I don't know what's changed. Even I don't know how one by week you've all of a sudden fixed the offensive line issues. I don't think that's, I think they're going to fix the offensive line issues. I just don't know if this is the week, especially going up against a great pass rush. Yeah. Yeah. And it is a great pass rush. I mean, and Whitworth is out and the guy who backs up Whitworth is out. So they're on the backup to the backup for the left tackle. And I think Bosa's Bosa's back playing football, right? So how's the two sacks? I bet that's plus money. Probably. Uh, How are we feeling about, um, Dallas minus 10. Ugh, I don't talk Ugh. about the Cowboys, so. Yep, can't do it. 
Can't, can't do it. Why not? <laughs> I already talked about the Eagles, so I'm, okay, I'm okay. We'll pass that one. Day. We'd yeah. have to get her a trash can. She'd actually throw up. Yeah. Dak was like, I don't know. He was like 15 of 20 or something for 200 and some yards. He looked like he was getting back, but not all the way back. And Zeke, Zeke is either out or he's going to play hurt. Well, the Bears are at a disadvantage this week. The teams who've played back-to-back road games with the second game on a short rest on a Sunday are 15-26 and 26 straight up and 17-23-1 and one against the spread in the last 20 years. I mean, think about this. The Bears had to go into New last England. They got to... They... God damn. He doesn't <laughs> want to just pick the Patriots. He wants to come back around and, and bury the Bears, too, for what they yeah. did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just whooped up on my... But think about it. They traveled to New England. They had an upset win, a very shocking upset win. Um... And then they have to go back home and they got to travel all the way down to Dallas. We talk about travel spots. That's not, not too great for the bears there. And I think this, this defense is the Dallas defense is going to give fields uh, a headache, I think. Um, yep. And you know, I think Dak, yeah, didn't look great, but I think the offense is just going to get better and better each week as he starts getting more back into the groove of things. Let's see. All right. Eric, did you have any other plays you wanted to talk about? Nope, that's all I got on my sheet. Okay, so let's let's do this. Um, we got to pick our five. So are we, Eric, are we in agreement with uh, the Giants? Yep, I think I, especially for our guests this week, we got the Giants and the right? Colts. I have been officially talked into. The whole reason we brought in the Scud Missile exactly. was to pick the Giants <laughs> in good faith. And True Serve Football says, "Come on, Nikki, I gave love to the G man." I know, and I appreciate that. I really yeah. do. I just, you know, I can't give it back. I'm not nice. If you guys watch the trenches, I know I'm not there much. I'm not really the nice one on the show. So <laughs> Jordan is an objective son of a bitch. That yeah. guy. Yeah, Gotta that's how you it. know he's going to be a good person to take fantasy advice from. Absolutely. All right. And so, okay. So we took the giant. I think we all agreed Arizona plus three and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Arizona plus three and a half. Done. How do we feel about Carolina plus four? I, Eric, I, was, on no, Eric was on the other side. Eric, did we yep. convince you or are we going to leave that off the card? I, well, the votes were significant enough for me to concede that it can be on the list. You sure? I, I mean, if you don't want to believe in democracy above all else, it doesn't have to be that way. We could. I don't. Just... Lo- I don't love the Falcons to the point where I'd stand on the table for them, and I believe in democracy. So, four <laughs> to one right. vote is enough. <laughs> all right. Caroline I love it. I love it. We'll throw that in there. Um, my Patriots. I like the Panthers most weeks. So, yeah, I don't hate it. Uh, the Patriots. I guess. I think there was one I liked better. Well, no, okay, well, it is we'll the put... Jets without Brees Hall. Yeah, I like the Patriots. What do you think, Nikki? What, so what Nikki do we was on the Pats. The Patriots. We've got to pick our five picks to enter in the contest. We've got three locked in, so now we got to fill the last two spots. Yeah, what are the How three many do we, we have, have to fill the last Three we got. We got the Giants, Cardinals, Panthers. Okay. Yeah, so I, was, are, I was on the Patriots. So uh, we'll just we'll table this. So we've got Patriots. Um, Eric, what else did you have? You said Indy? I had Indy and I had the Eagles. Indy, Eagles. Eric, what else did you like? What I had Arizona. Jackson I like the Eagles much out. better oh, than the Patriots. Minus 10 yeah. and a half. Buffalo minus ten and a half. That was Eric's big one. Buffalo minus t- it's minus eleven in the contest, but don't, that doesn't really matter. Um, yeah, it's, it's a push. If it's it's not going to be thirty-one twenty or forty. Okay, so we got to pick two from this. We got the Patriots minus two and a half. Uh, Indy minus three. Philly minus ten and a half. Buffalo minus eleven. What are we feeling? Eagles. 
Eagles, I was, yeah, I was, I was trying say, to unmute my mic to say Philly is one lock. I think we should put them on the table and take one of those big, big spreads. I'm down with okay. the Eagles. So and we then now the we got to flip a fucking coin for the last spot. <laughs> oh, the lucky 50 cent pieces at is home it, on the coffee is table. It, is it Pats and, and Pats, Colts, uh, Bills? Oh, let's take the Colts. Let's get yeah. the Bills out of there because I don't want to yeah, take two like 10 it. plus. Yeah. I don't want to take two huge favorites. Um, so now we're down to Colts and what? Pats. 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 Sounds like you guys you want Pats Bellinger. or Colts. I'm more. I'm there's there's more history there. Obviously, we got a first time starter verse, but Nikki brought the Colts. And she's she's the uh, fresh eyes. <laughs> I do like the Colts <laughs> better out of out of the two. It's just something about Jets New England. I think can really go awry. It could yeah. lock the Colts. I think yeah, and I think with the Jets New England, um, the fact that it hasn't gone to three tells you that Vegas kind of feels confident that the Jets could it. upset them. Yeah. Oh, I could see the Jets upsetting them for sure. Not gonna happen. But anyways. <laughs> We had to bring in the secret weapon from New Jersey to shut the Pats out of the show. The first time in the show's history. Wow. Jets. <laughs> we have we haven't taken them every week, almost, but not every week. Uh, Giants. They won but a it's lot never been a homer pick ever when we never. Took. Hey, I usually bring bring the stats with that. I, I've told you. Actually, no, no. I'll there was one week. There was one week I time. went against them and I said, no, I don't like this spot. And you guys were all on the Pats. And I was like, I don't and see they it. lost. Yeah. They lost when I brought them. Yeah. <laughs> So we got Giants plus three, Arizona plus three and a half, Carolina plus four, Philly minus ten and a half, Indy minus three. If that's not five and oh, I don't know what is. That's the money. We have the secret weapon. It's all right. This the yep, juice. We're right. Feels good. I'm going we're parlay right. those, honestly. You don't come I'm all the way. Right you don't grab me from New Jersey for us to be wrong this week. So <laughs> exactly. no, absolutely right. not. And and if we do go five and zero, oh, I need you to clear your Saturday calendars. For yeah, me. right. Yeah, we'll cut you in the prize. Okay, in, in the top. We're prize. going for two hundred k. All right, <laughs> I would not mind some of that. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. Well, this has been another fun week. Uh, thanks to our guest, Nikki. Nick, Nikki, do you want to promote your stuff? What do you got going on? Yeah, um, happy to promote it. Of course, like I said, uh, Tuesdays, you can find me uh, on the trenches, but I'm not really there. But we are apparently live at 645. I don't know what we do. Uh, so Tuesday at 8 o'clock is New York Giants Rush. So it's a very Giants-centric podcast. We break down the game. We look ahead to next week. We get great Giants legends on the show, like Lawrence Tynes. We interview Kurt Warner. Uh, we had Bellinger on. So it's a it's a great show. Great guys. Wednesday at 7 is 3rd and 3 podcast. We talk about everything all over the NFL. And Sundays, 11.30 a.m., channel side bets, so daily fantasy, betting lines, kind of what we just did here. We have the punishment wheel. And tune in because I have to wear a wig, and we are wearing Halloween costumes. So see what I'm wearing. Fun, fun. Love yeah. Daniel Bellinger. Next, Travis Kelsey. We can come back and yeah. look at this in a couple of years, and you guys yeah. can all congratulate me <laughs> eric eric and chris what do you guys got going on this way we got wake and rake tomorrow i'm gonna try to we make got, it we got wake and rake tomorrow at 7 30 uh, i believe my nephew will be here for that Ooh, one he's gonna come ooh. hang JT out in the studio jordan thomas yep he's gonna yep, be in the house it. from true serum we got oh. jordan coming from truth serum talk about some fantasy football i'm gonna wake up early again and get, i'm gonna be there i'm gonna be there i'm gonna try we're gonna have to we're gonna have to get a wheel for this show i'm on that idea now you guys need um, it yeah and we're about to record Patriot Sports Radio here pretty soon. I just realized that 
we have not set a time for that, but pretty soon this morning. And then you'll, uh, you'll catch that episode when it comes out next week. We're always doing something over here. Props article awesome. just went up this morning. So go check that out. And my Basset Hound ate, ate about four of my deck boards. So I'm going to yeah. be resurfacing the deck today. So that's legit. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know dogs ate, uh, ate two by fours, but I guess they do. I knew they ate doors, but. Never seen I thought if it. I just stuck it outside, it would find something to eat. If dog food's gone up a bit, and I've just stopped yeah. buying that now, and I'm like, there's a whole fucking pasture of animals out there. I just seen yeah. and eat it. Now he's eating wood. I see he's squirrels out there. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Don't get on me, Pete. I, I feed. I feed the dog. Yeah, right. <laughs> that dog is spoiled. <laughs> that dog's on the couch right now. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another fun week here at the fo- uh, Super Football Podcast. Wherever you're watching, whether you're on YouTube, Odyssey, Rumble, like, subscribe, share, really helps. Um, If you prefer podcast format, after the show, I do rip the audio and it goes out on podcast form format for you wherever you get your podcast. Just search Game On Sports News and Picks. And of course, if you just if you want to know where everything's at and you just want a bunch of great information, great stats, free picks, great sports community. I think we're 230 members strong over at gameon.locals.com. Nice. It's free to join. There's an app. There's everything. Just download the app, search for Game On. You'll see me there. Join. It's free. I mean, you can't afford not to at this point. And until next week, we'll see you guys later. Thanks for listening to the Football Super Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. In the meantime, connect with the guys and keep up with the show at PatriotSportsNow.com and GameOn.Locals.com. Until next time.